What's going on, everybody? Welcome to maybe the most special edition of the Vile Files yet. Um, my name's Nick, and I'm joined by really only the one and only, and she's the only one on this episode, my girlfriend, Natalie. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. We have to do an intro now and tell everyone all the things, so... That you love about me? Yes. <laughs> okay. We'll be here for a while. We're here at my my parents' house. We are. It's Fourth of July weekend. We wanted to make sure we give you the recap, so we have this makeshift studio. I think we're in Bella's room. Um, yeah, we're upstairs. I think this is Bella's room. Bella's room. It, it shifts all the time. We're we're sleeping in Olivia's room, and then my old room is right next door. We're all. But it's just a bunch of magic happened for me, really. Um, let's see. A couple uh, housekeeping notes. Uh, there is uh, the Podcast Awards, and it's the People's Choice Podcast Awards. We might even have played an intro on the top of the show. Uh, the Vile Files is up for Best Podcast. Or you can submit. I'm sorry, we're not even up yet. It's up to the people to say, you can, you can vote for us to be one of the nominations for best podcast of society and culture also you can vote for me as one of the best male hosts so if you want you can there will be a link uh on the page notes of the episode i'll put it on my uh my instagram if you guys want to vote for the vile files um we would appreciate it i would appreciate it uh nally would would appreciate would you appreciate it yeah duh. duh um so that would be great uh, so thanks for for doing that. Uh, also, before we get into the episode, uh, we have an excellent episode uh, for you uh, tomorrow. Uh, the funny, lovable guys from the Lord of the Rings, Dominic Monaghan and Billy Boyd, are with us talking friendship, all sorts of things. Interesting guys, great perspective on life. Again, you know them from the Hobbits of the the Lord of the Rings. They're also in a ton of other movies, and we have some great conversations. So be sure to check that out. Also, if you haven't listened to our Ask Nick episode with relationship and dating advice and people calling in. That drops every Monday, so be sure to check that out. You won't want to miss that. I think I've covered it all. Uh, so without further ado, let's hear Natalie's hot takes on, is it episode five? Four? Four, four yeah. Episode, no. Four. Is it four? Yeah. No, I think it's five, because I was in three, and that was two weeks ago. Episode five of five. Katie's Bachelorette season. Uh, welcome, Natalie. Thank you. Excited. Uh, before this is Natalie's first podcast ever. Yeah, it is. <laughs> How do you feel about it? I think it? this is my first time holding a mic. Also, to be ever. ever. The trick is you want to you want to almost be eating the mic. Is this close enough? Yeah. Okay. So don't be afraid to talk loud. Um, welcome to Wisconsin, by the way. Thank you. It's your first time in Wisconsin. Yeah. How? Do you like Wisconsin? How do you like my family? You've met my parents before. Mm -hmm. How's it going? It's going great. I Wisconsin reminds me a lot of Georgia, just kind of like a cute little downtown, open roads, lots of billboard signs of lawyers and things. Yeah. Well, I, well not as much as Florida. Not as much as Georgia either. Georgia has a lot. But of, of lawyer billboards? Yeah. You mentioned that when you came to Savannah. I think yeah. that was like the first it thing was. you It was. It was like, why is every... <laughs> Boy, if I get in an accident, I am good to go, yeah. is what I thought. Um, 
How do you like my mom's decorating in the house? I love it. I love your parents. I love your mom. Your mom and I text all the time. She sends me photos of her garden. <laughs> we text back and forth about it. Probably because you're so bad at texting that she just feels like it's an easier way to reach you. Probably. But Thank you for picking up you're welcome. my slack. You're welcome. This episode, you know, it wasn't as dramatic as maybe some of the other ones. What are your thoughts on uh, this season so far? I guess, you know what, we probably should, before we even get into that, people want to know, have you been a Bachelor fan? When did you start watching? Um, no, I have never been a Bachelor fan. I've never watched any episodes before. I watched Peter's season, um, and I think that was kind of the first season. I don't even think I watched all the episodes, but that was the first one that I actually did tune into. Um, I just thought Nick was like a hot Instagram guy with a bunch of followers. I had no idea he was any part of the Bachelor world, but um, I soon found out when we were in New York and everyone was stopping him. Yeah. And uh, I was like, what is going on? Who, like, why are people stopping you and recognizing you? And he said, I have a very, um, very good podcast. I didn't say I have a very good podcast. I said I have a podcast. <laughs> but I was like, this must be the most I, famous podcast in the world. To be clear, I just said I had you. a podcast. I didn't know what to say. I was like, <laughs> what? What? Well, I, I honestly also didn't one hundred percent believe you at that point. You did. Sometimes you did people lie about not knowing, and so I wasn't entirely sure if you were just if I was going through this whole motion of like, huh, people know, and you yeah, knew, yeah, yeah. and I was like, I have a podcast, and you laughed, <laughs> you laughed, like, well, well, it must be a really good podcast. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, so you didn't. Anyway, so now I've never been a fan of the show, um, but obviously now that we are together, it's it's fun to I sit make, and watch the episodes. I make you together. watch. Yeah. Do you? So now that I make you watch, do you enjoy watching it? I do enjoy watching it. I do find it a little bit ridiculous sometimes. It's a ridiculous show. Yeah. That's okay So to I, say. I do, okay. I do, <laughs> I, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. No, it's totally <laughs> <Okay>. fine. <laughs> um, I do find myself being like, what are we watching? What is this? What is happening? But it's, it's always you entertaining. You have some great takes I've noticed though. Thank you. When, when we watch. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, then, what do you now that now that we have a little um, background on your bachelor expertise? What do you think of this season so far, and how are you enjoying uh, Katie as the Bachelorette? And then, give me one just general thing you liked about this season so far, and one thing that kind of chapped your ass so far. I like Katie. I think she's very honest, and she. I truly believe that she is there to find. Love, no doubt. So you can confirm she, from your point of view, Katie is in fact there for the Katie right Katie is in right fact reasons. there for the... Nobody can tell her she's not. Aaron no. cannot tell her that she is not there for no. the right reason. Yeah. Aaron's <laughs> there to tell everyone. Yeah. Aaron they're, can sniff he, it out for Aaron, sure. Aaron's the right reasons police this season. Yes. Um, so she definitely is. Um, I like the guys. I think she's got a good group of guys. Um, who do you think the hottest one is? He left, so... Oh, Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Justice for Thomas, but I love Andrew. I think Andrew should win. I think they are great together. He's okay. perfect. He's perfect. I think he's perfect. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know. I don't think you've ever called me perfect. Are perfect. <laughs> more, more perfect. <laughs> okay. 
Um, and then uh, what is one thing, you, what was the most compelling thing you liked or sweetest moment and then one thing that bo- bothered you? Oh my about God, Michael, are you kidding? Michael. Anytime Michael speaks, my like heart crumbles. Yeah, I Michael, Michael in a good way. Got yeah. us teared up again. I think Michael's made us get teared up at least three times. I think every now. time he speaks, we like tear up a little bit. Yeah, it could be about grocery shopping, and I think he would just make it beautiful. <laughs> the second time I got teared up in front of Natalie was because of Michael. What was the first time? In Hawaii. Oh yeah. 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 Um. So thank you, Michael for allowing me <laughs> to show my girlfriend that I have a heart. Feelings. Feelings. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate you, Michael. Um, and then one thing that's bugged you, uh, one thing that you were just, you didn't agree with or didn't like or... I think Hunter needs to blow his nose or something. He's got a lot of mucus issues. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't of, take the sounds. Of this. Well, I was going to open up the episode of clearing my sinuses. I think... <laughs> Is a guy who, listen, when I was in college, I, I, I was a sick kid growing up. I don't know if you know this about mm-hmm. me. You had asthma. I, I had asthma. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of sinus infections. I had oversized adenoids, and I had a very bad deviated septum. Uh, that's not a nose job. Right. Uh, but in Cal- And I ran track, but like in, so I, I had a, I kind of sound like, I never like did that. <laughs> He can't, I don't know. It's, it's, and I can't tell. So he clearly, Hunter clearly did that. Obviously, we've noticed it all season. Mm-hmm. But this episode, I'm wondering if, if, uh, they, they clearly have Hunter doing it all the time. Like the audio people, when they're listening, they like so, turn it up a little bit to like well, make sure. Well, they no, get I mean, it must suck for the <laughs> audio people because they have, they, you have your camera people and then you have your audio people. So like we're all wearing mics mm-hmm. and they're, Audio people are like have headsets on and they they're just hearing everything, and they must be able to hear Hunter constantly clearing his sinuses. And I'm wondering if this episode they might have added a few moments because it seemed very deliberate. It did, yeah. I don't know. There were a lot. I, that of might them. be a little there bit behind the scenes. I feel like the they wanted us to know that. Hunter has sinus has a mucus problems. issue. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I know you said <laughs> Justin for Justice for Thomas. Mm-hmm. You you what didn't you like about uh, Thomas's exit? And did you yeah? What did you think of Thomas? Other than the fact that you think he's hot? Uh, I I truly think he was honest. I think he, you know, he told the guys at one point like I am good with my words. I know that I always say the right thing. Um. So he's aware of that. And I think that he was truly honest about he, he said he was there to be the or thought about being the bachelor. Definitely said he wasn't there to be the bachelor, but he said he thought about it, which I think I mean, a lot of guys do. Am I wrong? I don't know. Every, everyone does. Yeah. OK. Uh, I think he was honest about it. And I and I think he didn't get a chance to he stood up at the end of the rose ceremony and kind of said, you know, I apologize to Katie. I apologize to the guys. And I think he got an unfair exit. He, he hung his head low and he walked out and I. I don't know. You think you deserved better. Well, but also, I don't know everything that happened. So there could have been something that they didn't show. I mean, he could be a complete monster. According but. to Katie, she said he admitted to being mean to uh, Trey. We've all like, been mean All the before. guys are mean to yeah, each other. I don't, like, I, so I don't, I don't really know. know. I, I, I obviously, when I talk to Katie, I, I try to get some more context. Katie, you know, said 
Katie, all she heard was Thomas, you know, from Thomas. So like, yeah, we'll see, you know, Katie had some strong uh, takes on Thomas, but I have a feeling we'll see him in paradise. And I think if there is a redemption opportunity, um, maybe it could be Thomas. We, we shall see. see. All right. The episode opens, essentially it's Blake. (laughs) Right. The so episode we, opens with Connor and Greg snuggling on oh, the couch. Oh yes, thank you for thank you. See, Greg, Connor and Greg were that was an intimate moment. It was. It was kind of cute. I'm all for man love, but that was a gentleness that I don't think we've seen on the Bachelorette ever. How yeah. did you feel about it? Did you it like was endearing. that? You liked yeah, that. It was endearing. So, they definitely seem like close buddies. So if you like we're at work and you you came home and like say jared was over mm-hmm. and and jared and You're i were snuggling. like we're just like watching maybe to say the bachelorette and jared's head's on my shoulder and i'm just kind of like rubbing his head rubbing his head <laughs> there was wasn't there some caressing I feel like maybe i don't know i feel like it felt like that energy it i did. have to go back and confirm i don't know if there was caressing but there was a <laughs> gentleness and you would be that's your would you be like I would probably be a little like startled. Be like, what's going on here, guys? We're close. Yeah. I don't know. Jared's having a long day, and I just wanted to make him feel good. Laying on the couch. It's fine. Yeah. There was a gentleness there. It was sweet. I want to know the backstory of that. I would like to know if they just like leaned into each other. What happened? How did that come about? I do. I do want to know. I do. (laughs) We do. I do want some answers. I don't know, Connor B or Greg, uh, if you are out there, if you could just um, reach out to the show let and us let know. us know if you guys are just pals. Was there an endearing moment? Maybe because, you know, sometimes there could be uh, something that happened and like. Maybe they it, were talking about something sad and they hugged and, and maybe, just kind of laid maybe there Connor for a was bit. just like opening up. He was just like, guys, I just, I don't like buttons. <laughs> I knew and you were going to say feel that. Really, <laughs> I just, I don't like them. And I always feel judged by it. And Greg's like, hey, man, I think you look great without yeah. buttons. And they're like, let's hug. And then they were hugging. And that's when we got that yeah, shot. Maybe. Summer is here, people. And there's never been a better time to try a shirt from Untuck It. Because, you know, listen, we like to wear our shirts untucked. We want to we want to get loose. We're getting outside. We're getting free. We want to spread our wings. We also, we don't want to look sloppy. And now you can wear shirts that are meant to be worn untucked. So you don't have like like that dad outfit on, you know, those no respect to dad outfits. Untuck it makes shirts designed to be worn untucked. They have fits for all shapes and sizes. Untuck it offers up to sizes XXXL, plus they even have slim, relaxed, and tall fits. Untuck it has 85 stores nationwide, free returns and exchanges. I wear my Untuck it shirts. I get constant compliments about like how slim and fitting it is, and uh, that's all because of Untuck it. Use code VIALL for 20% off your first purchase at untuckit.com. That's VIALL for 20% off your first purchase at untuckit.com. Each and every, I tell you what, uh, very few things uh, I I'm consistent with in making sure I smell good. And each and every is the deodorant that truly uh, I believe is adding years to my life. No bullshit. I only say that because of what I know about deodorants and how bad they are for your body. Just crap, aluminum, things I'm allergic to. And they're just like, whether you're allergic to or not, it's not good for you. And each and every is a natural deodorant that doesn't have that crap. They have six simple, safe ingredients for uh, no uh, free of aluminum, free of parabens and other chemicals, the scents from essential oils, no synthetic fragrances. It's uh, skin sensitive friendly. And the most important part, you're not giving anything up. You smell fantastic. It lasts all day long. I'm a sweater. I, I, I never can complain about uh, I, I apply in the morning. I smell good all day 
long. Trust us, each and every is an everyday essential. The limited edition sandalwood and black and pepper is back in stock. So if you love it, go get it. You've got to try this. And we have a special deal just for our listeners, 30% off your first purchase. Visit our URL, eachandevery.com slash V-I-A-L-L and use promo code V-I-A-L-L-30. That's V-I-A-L-L-3-0. Don't wait. Get 30% off now. Use promo code V-I-A-L-L-30 at eachandevery.com slash V-I-A-L-L. So after the caress, it's a lot of... It's Blake really finally is making his entrance into the show. Uh, I actually just showed Natalie the clip from when I came on uh, Caitlin season. And uh, we, we got to watch... Uh, um, Blake, how do you, who how do you compare the two? Both awkward. Mm-hmm. Did you like it, <laughs> Blake? I almost kind of respected Blake's Blake. Here's what I essentially said to the guys. I said I walked in. I said I'll keep it simple. I'm not here to cause drama. I'm not here to create a scene. I actually kind of dig this girl from the little bit I uh, I know, which that part was a lie, and I'd like to get to know her a little bit more. Also, Aaron watches The Bachelorette a lot. Oh, yeah. As soon as he walked in, he's he like, walked in. That's Blake. Bro, <laughs> okay. So he's done his homework. Uh, also, Tasha's here to reinforce that apparently, it, I mean, Tasha's going out of her way to be like, I, I like this guy. This is a guy from this my is a guy. Past. He's a good dude. Yeah. I mean, how much do, does she know him well? Did they spend a lot of time together? I don't remember Blake ever getting a one-on-one with Claire or Tasha. I don't believe Blake got any real time with Tasha. I, I said this last week. I don't know why. There's no like Blake did not reach out to Tasha and be like, "Get me on this season." Like he yeah. definitely reached out to the show, and then maybe at some point he talked to Blake. She, him, and they talked. So like, so that like Tasha's not quote unquote lying, but yeah. And that's not Tasha's fault. That's the show deciding to like pretend like even though they do talk about and show producers like I don't know why they do that but whatever so Tasha comes in sets it up uh Blake uh Aaron what Aaron knows it's Blake right away Greg get Greg is kind of like I feel Greg says I feel like I'm dating Katie at this point and it's hard to see someone new come in I can't help but wonder what their connection is going to be like it sucks Blake goes uh listen straight up straight up straight up like, I don't know. No that bullshit. Was, hey, <laughs> no straight bullshit. up, man. <laughs> I know exactly how you guys feel right now. I thought that was an interesting choice of words because actually you don't. He hasn't been on that end. He hasn't has been he? on that end. Yeah. Like, Did anyone come in on, obviously I didn't watch Claire Ortacia's season, but did any of the, like a new guy come in halfway through? Obviously I know no, I don't. No, I don't but. believe so. Now, like had Jared, like let's say, no, Jared's married, but like... <laughs> Let's say a guy from Caitlyn's season okay. came in on this season yeah. and was on the other side of the couch from where I was. They could be right. like, I know how you okay, feel. Yeah, 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 totally. But Blake doesn't know how these guys feel. I mean, I'm assuming he's related to them just being in the Bachelorette, but like not like he doesn't know how Greg feels like Mr. Yeah. First Impression Rose one on one. Like I'm connecting with this girl. New wrinkle, new guy coming in. How much does he know? We've seen this story before. You know, like, you know, if you're Aaron, Aaron, who like is a, like a, a super fan. Watcher, like, yeah. Aaron knows all the deets. He's yeah. just like, oh, we know this guy. Nick probably came in. He's on Bachelor Reddit. Um, yeah, he's on Bachelor Reddit, <laughs> you know. So, so then he goes, he knows how you feel. I don't like the tension already. 
So Blake's complaining about the tension that the guys. I mean, I'm sure he felt it as soon as I just felt like it was, you know, I don't know. I think it was nice of him to acknowledge it. Yeah, he did. All right. Um, I kind of feel a sigh. The only reason I'm here is because of Katie. Okay. And then, you know, Michael says we're all here because Katie's awesome, too. I mean, the only other question is. Why'd you come halfway? I and mean, then the real answer is it's because he had a quarantine. <laughs> the producers made me. And Blake's like, yeah, I would have liked to get in here earlier, but like I wasn't allowed. Sure. Uh, she was very hesitant at the beginning just because of she also wanted to be super respectful to you guys. I mean, this is where I think Blake does a really good job of. Like, you definitely did not give the guys what Blake or yeah, what Blake gave them. You come in and you're like, listen, I'm here. I dig her. Sorry about it. Do you think Blake was nicer? Yes. He look at him. He's so sincere. He's you like, don't I think feel I the t- was sincere. No. Okay. <laughs> I just think you were like, I'm here. What's up? I like Caitlin. Deal with it. I didn't of. say deal with no, it. No, you didn't. But I think you were like that. <laughs> are you are you projecting what you know about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's unfair. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. Just deal with it. And then, uh, yeah, Courtney says something. Let's see. We hit, we just had a guy here who was not so okay. He's, Courtney refers to Thomas. And Blake goes, yeah. So uh, I was part of last season with Claire and Tasha. I, I honestly don't get this whole, like, technically I've dated uh, two bachelorettes, which, again, yes, technically. But the fact that they keep he keeps bringing it up, whether they make him bring it up or not, that's kind of unfair to Blake. It's I not mean, his that, fault. That's yeah. not his fault. He had nothing to do with it. Like, he is there to fall. Like, there's a bunch of guys here this season who've had no time with Katie right. and no justifiable reason to talk about how strong their feelings are, and yet they're doing that as well. So, also known as Hunter. Also known as Hunter. We'll get into that <laughs> in a second. And then he gets. Uh, I, I love. I love the. <laughs> I don't forget what Blake specifically said uh, when he got the group date rose, but it was kind of like, all right, well. He said, obviously, this me. is good for me or yeah, something. Yeah, did he say that? Yeah. Obviously, this is good for me. He's like, yeah, we don't need you to... <laughs> yeah. Thanks for pointing out <laughs> right, the, the obvious. Right, obvious. Yeah. It was, you know, but I, I appreciate the awkwardness. I, I think Blake... Uh, Blake was like a really interesting character last year. Like, you like Blake, but he's kind of... He's, I don't know how to describe him. He's a unique, eclectic guy. He has a, you know, a, a very... Uh, he just has a a very deliberate personality. He seems you know, very down to earth. Down to earth, but he, even when he and when he, he talks like very deliberate, like I just want you to. I can't even do an impression. The but, opposite of you. He's you very mean? well. You just like not in a bad way. You just like kind of mumble and like mm. you do. It's not a bad thing at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> if you didn't know that, You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how great Blake is compared. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I think he speaks very. He pronounces every single letter in every word. I am here. Yeah. For you. Yeah. <laughs> like and you I'm can. Like, you you could like, never misunderstand anything he says. You're like, I don't know what he said, but I think it was something. I, think you, it was, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but Madonna is an American icon in more ways than one. She's the embodiment of the American dream, a woman from humble beginnings who transformed herself into the material girl and became not only the biggest pop star on the planet, but a movie star and the world's number one trendsetter. And in all new season of Wonders, even the rich, the host tell a rags the riches story of how Madonna became the queen of pop. What makes, what makes Madonna remarkable 
that she stayed on top for four decades, four decades, while countless other pop stars came and went. Listen, a lot of Madonna fans out there, I know I am, and this sounds so fascinating, so be sure to check it out. Listen to the latest season of Even the Rich, The Making of Madonna, and on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus on the Wondery app. Wondery, feel the story. So yeah, so Blake gets the 101. He's afraid of horses. Um, As they all are, I feel like. Do you think so? Yeah, I mean, there's always a, a horseback riding date. There is. And always, I feel like they're yeah. going to put the person who's like, oh, never been on a horse. Like, oh, I'm kind of scared of horses to kind of mix it up a little bit. Yeah. They, they, is that right or wrong? I don't, I don't remember a lot of people being afraid of horses, but there are a lot of people who are afraid of the activity they're, they're forced Which to is do. very understandable. I mean, horses can be scary. I You're, get it. You know a lot about horses. I do, yeah. You're not afraid of I've horses. I've been thrown off so many horses. It's quite terrifying. So I guess I understand. I'm sorry for hating if I did. But you don't hate horses. You love No, I love horses. I love horses. Great. Uh, Did anything happen during the day part other than them riding horses? Not really, no. They just walked and talked. Okay. Yeah. Um, So then we go to the night portion and, you know, things get serious. Obviously, they, they, in the show, even put a trigger warning uh, up. Uh, I was like, what are they going to talk about? It's good for the show for doing that. Um, And then... And it makes sense. Katie, Blake wasn't there uh, for Katie's story. And I don't remember. Obviously, Katie shared her story about uh, the the sexual assault that she experienced on the date that I was on. But did she talk about it with the other men in the house on that date? I don't believe that she did. You know, like, I don't think she's like, hey, there's this thing I talked about. Obviously... yeah, I don't. Quite you remember. wonder if maybe the other guys in the house talked about it, but it didn't seem like everyone like knew, everyone yeah. got the update for whatever reason. Um, it seemed important to Katie. Now, granted, Blake asked very specific question why about being so why is she is sex positive. positive. It seemed kind of like a a random. Hey, I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So tell me, why, why are you, you sex, sex positive, positive? <laughs> now? But maybe, you know, like she clearly likes Blake. Blake's going to be here for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seemed for whatever reason, either the show um, or Blake's just general interest in her sex positivity. Uh, Katie told the the story that she told uh, the group of men. And, and that was talking about, yeah, I seem sex positive or I am sex positive, but that hasn't always been the case. And right. she uh, told the story about uh, the sexual assault. And uh, I know that you've actually, like, you know, when Katie told her story, um, you really appreciated uh, her sharing that. And props and to then, her to, to, yeah. to share it again. You know, she, she spoke about it one time in front of a bunch of men and then to have to reshare that story again. I mean, you know, I, um, I've been through something similar. I, unfortunately, I think a lot of women have, um, you know, whether it's, being catcalled or, you know, groped in a bar. I think all women have been through something. So I, I think she handles it very well and she speaks about it very well. Um, so props to her, truly. You had um, a reaction in terms of you said that you thought when we were watching it that that Blake handled his response. You liked his yeah. response and you thought it was really well, uh, yeah. well done. And you said to me... Uh, when you've dated other guys in the past and you know you shared some stories with me uh, about things you've been through um 
and, and some tragedies you've faced, uh, but you've obviously dated other guys and you've had shared these experiences yeah. and you've said to me, that's not always the case. I haven't right. had a positive experience talking about, um, sharing, you know, my story. And if I was dating a guy and I, and I, you know, I felt it was important for him to know. And, and you thought Blake did a good job. Can you speak to a little bit more about that in terms of those experience and, 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 on what guys have done that you didn't like or guys, you know, not to throw anyone on the bus, but just more of a kind of a learning opportunity for any, you know, young men or, right. or people listening. Like, what did you like about what Blake said and and what has happened or what responses have you gotten in the past where you're like, why did you, really, you couldn't? Right. Well, I think there's a handful of reactions. Um, that's a hard thing to not only talk about, but to listen to uh, and to hear. It's, it's, heartbreaking and I think it's not a lot of men or women whoever is receiving the information it's it's not an easy thing to respond to it's kind of awkward and you feel bad I guess you just don't really know what to say and I think Blake did a great job of of handling it and I think what he said I don't remember quite what he said but he was you know apologetic and he sympathized with her and um you know I've I've had men in the past you know whether it was immaturity or or not knowing what to say or whatever but have blamed me or have turned the you know turned it around on well, me to kind of like I didn't. A, almost uh what did you do to get yourself in a right. situation like that kind right. of thing right and it makes you not want to tell anyone or talk about it again because then it kind of reassures that Re feeling of like was it my fault like did i do something wrong um so the reaction that you get when you tell someone this is is very important um, ex especially in my case, in your story. Yeah, and Blake, I think more really importantly, well. just he, you know, like kind of like you said, <laughs> was empathetic and then reassured her. I feel like he made her feel safe. He yeah. made her feel comfortable. She, you know, it wasn't an awkward conversation by any means. She didn't, I don't think she felt um, uncomfortable speaking about it. It is an uncomfortable topic, but I think Blake did a great job of making her feel like she was going to be okay. Yeah, like, like it's like he safe. didn't say too much. Right. He just reassured her, I'm still here, yeah. and I, if anything, I'm more connected to you because of what you shared, okay. and we've, um, and yeah. Totally. And so props to Blake. I just, yeah, you know, absolutely. I think that's important to br bring props up. props to Katie. Uh, props We're to Katie. Again. Um, because yeah, those are tough conversations to have, and and kind of like what you pointed out is when people share their stories, it can be very hard, and it's sometimes unfortunate how... Um, people do choose to handle it. And yes, we know it can be awkward, but um, always consider the how hard it might be, as you're pointing right. out, uh, for them to even share it, let alone right. uh, talk about it. And then there's a level of trust that you have to, you're giving someone to say, I'm, I'm sharing this about me. So again, always uh, we appreciate Katie uh, talking about it. And, you know, good on Blake for doing a great job because he was the only one you know, like when Katie shared shared it the first time, we were all just the sitting there setting, yeah. and listening to her and we wanted to make sure we talked, but this was a one-on-one -on -one conversation. This was, you know, more like Absolutely. what you would, you know, see in, in real life when you're dating someone and like, hey, I want to tell you something. Just this might make sense or it's, it's might come up. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and then they, they have a nice, they, he gets a rose, the musical guest. You, who, who's the musical guest? Delaney Hardy. You he was great. Fan? You a fan? Yeah, I, I was am a, a fan. Really nice. Nellie likes country music. That's one of the things we, we don't. We disagree on. 
Does I it. play it all the time. She plays it all the time. Yep. She knows all all the words to all the songs. Uh, but they have a nice little moment. So I think this re- reaffirms to us that Blake is absolutely a front runner. He is here to stay. He will be a major part of the storyline. Um, I think and, they immediately had connection. I mean, I, yeah, I, chemistry connection. I, think. I believed when I interviewed going. Katie, I asked her, I guess I, I believed her. Um, and I don't, I didn't believe her explanation on why she cr- cried. Um, oh, when Tasha told her and she started crying. Yeah, yeah. For all we know, that could have been like a pickup and she just didn't know how to like say that. And like the timing might've been off. We all know, like, you know, I, I kind of pointed it out and then like the internet noticed that she was wearing the same outfit on the date that we had on. Like she met Blake that day. So who knows? But I kind of do buy Katie's um, explanation that her and Blake really didn't talk that much only because I really think I've, you know, when I was interviewing her, I really think I would have gotten out of her only because I was like, are we really going to hear? Cause it's, I kind of was pointing out like, we're going to find out. Yeah. So like, why don't you just tell me now? And she stuck to her gun. So I kind of, I kind of believe that her and Blake didn't talk that much uh, before, but either way, he's here to stay. Uh, and then we get into the group date. Our boy Wells is on. Yes. And uh, very short shorts. Very short shorts. Uh, Francisco, who who made his debut on my season, I, oh, I, uh, he? and he's been back multiple times now, so he's a he's a bachelor mainstay, um, and good for Francisco that uh, he didn't. He's a photographer, and oh, okay. usually he he came in for like anytime they do type of a photo shoot date, he's which shooting done, it. He's shooting it. They just brought him in because he's a delightful man. Yeah. Um. So he did a great job. And it got rough. What did you think of this date? I mean, honestly, for me, it was just like whatever. It was a good. They always have a sports competition date. I the whoever, game was cool. Whoever invented that game, I like kind of wanted to play. Is that I want? I wonder. It must exist. I mean, I, like in terms of like, there's weird games out there that like aren't mainstream. I, or I wonder if they literally just made that up. I should text Wells and ask him. Yeah, you should. Uh, he was telling. He's telling us. I'm getting live updates from Wells. That there was more to the game than it was shown. Obviously, things are edited for time. But like in basketball, if there was a foul, you could shoot a free throw. And guys could openly talk shit while you were shooting shoot a, free a free throw. throw. Oh, that I'm disappointed they didn't, yeah. they didn't air that. The Bachelorette, the Bachelorette Bash Ball is basketball. the name of the game. Or, you know, if it, and if, if it becomes a sport, Bash Ball. <laughs> and then Francisca, Fran, Franco. It's, oh, it's Franco. Isn't it? Franco Lacosta. It's Franco Lacosta. Franco Lacosta, not Francisco. Franco. Franco designed the costumes. So props to Franco. That yeah. makes sense. Franco on my season when he had these. Uh, yeah, he he like tailored all his outfits. Oh. Um, the costumes were something else. So I really think this could be a game. Like I'm down to. I'm to down play. to play. Also, you want to play the the rugby version? <laughs> yeah. But all the guys were too nice and wouldn't talk shit, so we scrapped it. Oh, the guys were wow. too nice. Oh, I feel like so there was nothing. Hunter to... would have been ready to talk shit at any moment. I don't think Hunter could talk shit. Really? There's a like, like talking so shit's more like being. Yeah, but that's like it's, that's not talking shit. It's just I like guess, yeah. I don't know if yo mama jokes are, are so <laughs> cool in 2021, <laughs> yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. it would be like like that. <laughs> yeah, where the guys. Wearing, oh yeah, cups. No, I need to know. Serious information. Who was it? 
Justin. Uh, Justin. Or does Justin, Justin just got have a package a on him? Pack, like, <laughs> Huge cock. You know, Wells confirmed that the guys were, in fact, wearing oh, cups. Okay. So, because all the guys looked girthy. Yeah, they definitely did. Um, they were all showers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it turns out they were wearing cups. So, they uh, were wearing protection. <clears throat> uh, and uh, I got to say, prop Aaron, and, uh, Aaron is a behemoth. The man is jacked. Yeah. He truly, he came out, very, I'm very surprised. I feel like I would not expect him to be as like chiseled yeah, as I, he is. I thought, I, picked, I I figured he'd be in shape. Yeah. And just kind of have a nice kind of flat. Yeah. Kind of a like. Good body. Yeah, that's fine. But he came out, I was like. It's very. Very chiseled. Very sculpted. Sculpted. Um, Hunter. I mean, Hunter. Like they said, a Tasmanian devil. Yes, I mean, I think I. You don't really. I, I agree with really all the commentary coming from the guys. Me too. Uh, that Hunter's a Tasmanian devil. What Looks else? Looks like they, he's from the circus. They were. They suggested that Hunter. I thought it was a little harsh. But, but like, what part of the circus? Because there's lots of parts. You it's know. True. <laughs> like. They they but they think Hunter uh, could be from in. the circus. We see even more of Hunter's tattoo. So it's been like each each week. Where first last week we saw the sleeve, which right. It's a it's a it's a it's a great sleeve. And then now we see that there's more. It kind of covers his whole chest. It's mm-hmm. very like uh, it's like I feel like he wanted to give off the impression that he's a, like a cyborg. It kind of looks like you know it's not like a bunch of scattered tattoos. Right. It's it's like an arm. It looks like chest. one piece. Like, like it one like one piece. piece. Yeah. Do you, how do you like your tattoos? Do you like Hunter's tattoo or do you prefer more um, small, many? I mean, I don't know what his tattoos are of and that. Does it matter? Sometimes. Yeah. Like a tribal tattoo is very, uh, is very douchey. It looks, it looks tribal. I don't know what it is, but a tribal tattoo is very, if anyone has a, if you're dating a guy with a tribal tattoo, run, run, run. But I don't know what his is. I mean, it looks good from afar. Yeah. But I don't know what it's. You, it does look good from. It afar. does look good from okay. afar. Well, he's yeah. running around there and he's get low blows. Like he's going for people's knees and ankles. Not I thought that was out. a little dirty. Now I get he's not the Tall. tallest individual, so maybe that was just like default. He's oh, like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying think... to tackle high, but like I always go low. <laughs> but uh, no, he was like die- it's a, that was kind of a dirty way to play. Uh, the the guy's kind of blame the physicality of the game based off of hunter which in defense to hunter i don't totally buy like if there was one guy running around just like knocking people out and, and everyone didn't feel like getting physical they would have been like bro yeah chill the fuck out but yeah. they all blame hunter even aaron specifically blames hunter for how the game aaron points fingers for sure aaron is a huge he is pointer. like a like a tattletale like i feel like he snitched on everyone he's a good looking guy he's massive he's tall he's chiseled why doesn't he just lead with like that he leads with his his tattles he does his information like uh you know it's hunter's fault you know anyway um and then someone has the audacity and it was it was unclear in the previous they make it seem like it's hunter but it was in fact justin I don't even know if it was Justin. Uh, it was someone said, with like side tattoos. We had to re- I think it was Justin because we rewound it back and Justin said, I feel bad, but like, dude, you hit him in the back. Yeah, he definitely hit him. I mean, he could have been like, 
he caught up in the moment. It was a dirty play. Mm-hmm. It was a, he that you could really hurt someone. You could really hurt someone's spleen. Their kidneys, and are especially back there. the fact that it was Michael. Yeah, like it could the have been time, anyone Michael else. Was just like guys, this is like the whole like yeah, it was a dirty play. He was even running around with the ball. Like, what do you want me to do with this ball, guys? Like, am I supposed <laughs> yeah. to, like, where, what direction was, am like, I running? He was, like, looking around. He was kind of, like, <laughs> what looking do I around. Do? Like, what do you, like, can I give the ball to somebody? Yeah. And but... then Justin comes out of nowhere. It was just unnecessary. I, I know, I, the, he, so far, we've gotten a great facial expressions from Justin. He Very seems like animated. a nice guy. He was in the group share. I had nothing but uh, uh, positive uh you know, exper- I didn't really get to know him much, but he seemed like a nice guy. But that was a it was a dirty, it's a dirty play. But uh, Katie cancels the game, and as luck would have it, Michael's injury uh, basically saves all the guys. Which yeah. Michael the was on team. the team that was winning at the time, so you know sometimes they sometimes they they leave it open ended because yeah. on my season, you know, I. Like I told the girls, they played volleyball. Okay, they got all drunk. When you watch the season back, it made no sense. It was, and that's what happened. I mean, they were just drunk and just started throwing a temper tantrum. Oh, okay. But uh, I told them before the game, "Hey, losing team goes home. Winning team comes mm. back. Vanessa's team lost. Lost. Oh. And the whole the plan the whole time was to, like I was never. It was we were never going to." send any like, it didn't matter who won i right. was always gonna be like just kidding yeah, like, yeah and that wasn't my call but whatever but because vanessa's team won it caused a lot of trauma drama because everyone Wait, did thought, her team lose i'm or sorry win? you're right her team lost and because okay. thank you because vanessa's team lost it looked like to the other team that the only reason oh, i changed the mind is because vanessa. like because vanessa's team wow, lost yeah. which really got me on the shit list uh but Either way, so whatever reason, Katie decides Michael's hurt. We're all going to the the cocktail party uh, of the date. And I honestly thought there was going to be a lot of drama. We're kind of setting up like this Hunter kind of villain yeah. arc. Uh, Hunter is this guy. Like, so I'd like to point out you had a nice observation on the, the rugby date when we were watching that. Hunter and, and Katie are doing tackling drills. And it's the first time, to our knowledge, that Hunter They've and Katie have had any physical touch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and he's, like, loving it. Gosh. Yeah. He, he's like, we could spend all day just doing tackle runs. Hunter is like... I don't... He, he has... He has, God bless him, a lot of confidence. A lot of confidence. He has a lot of confidence in the relationship. And again, like, we don't get to see everything, but we usually get to see connections. And Hunter talks like him and Katie just have a ton in common, and only other than their or like height, Spence. <laughs> like the other, they're like the same height. What else do they have in common? What? This <laughs> is <just> funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm just that's just a. It's true. Just a yeah, fact. they're both. What know. did you say? They're five three. They're both five three. Or I don't something? know. Like, I mean, I'm sure Hunter might be a little, but they uh, but, they yeah. look they the do. same height. They do. Um, we don't. So Hunter has all this confidence. In this relationship with Katie, and he taught he's referred to Katie already in other episodes as my girlfriend, my girl, that's my girl, and it's just like I mean I know you're on the Bachelorette, but like how many conversations have they had? Because that, that was seen, the first time that we've touched. seen. I I don't think yeah. I don't think any. Like I feel like maybe a little bit here. Nothing and there, that but memorable. Nothing that yeah. Um, 
I also want to point out, obviously, that like the significance and and of of Blake's one on one. We're backtracking a little bit. Is that like we pointed out last week? I think this is the third. This is we're in week five, but this is only the third one on one. And I know you're not a historian of the Bachelor franchise. This that's it's rare. That's rare. Okay. That's not a lot, and it's all that more reason to have these guys mad at Blake. But so far, it seems like Blake is. I I could see. It'll be interesting. It, I I don't know if Blake really is going to be, you know, get himself in a, a kind of a villainous situation. I don't think so. Tasha, so. like bringing Tasha in like two different times to be like tell the audience and tell the guys. I think he's a good guy. Yeah, carries a lot of weight, yeah. and I feel like that it means that yeah, there might be a couple skirmishes, but I don't think the overall theme is going to be questioning Blake's. I feel like intention. he's a bros bro. Like I feel like he's gonna get along with all of them, and they're all gonna kind of. I, I think it'll move to Hunter, and they'll kind of forget about Blake. It was unclear how, how because like him and Andrew seemed like. Yeah, it was Andrew when they when all the guys were on the group date, and it was like just them two. They were like really, but I don't know if well, they're supposed Andrew to be. Can, but, Andrew, but, can, but Andrew feels like he get in front along with anyone. Yeah, he Andrew was the one guy yeah. who was, like Andrew is a perfect guy. For Blake to be like alone in the alone house with, with. yeah, Andrew true. is like, I'm just gonna worry about my connection. Right. I'm not gonna be intimidated, and not like in a hunter sort of way where he's aggressive about yeah, it. He's just like, true. I don't know, I'm just not gonna involve myself. So yeah, that's and true. Andrew's kind of nice, nice to everyone. But Hunter's confidence, I don't like, I don't quite get it, and he does it in a way where it's just so like, you know, it's the opposite. Like he projects a lot of confidence. Like he goes out of his way to project a lot of confidence, but it often it sometimes comes across as an insecurity because it's like, where is this coming from? And maybe like he's he has this kind of a very pit bull mm-hmm. pit bull kind of like personality and it's abrasive. Like it was bad. It was bad on the group date. Like during his 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 confidence level has been very high. I think he's just thought him and Katie are going to run away together the whole time. But I think it got so much worse. The rose did not help. The drama rose that she gave yes, him did not you. help. <laughs> so for those of you who who didn't know if this was a love rose or a drama rose, as we pointed out last week with Dave Holmes on the recap, this was 100%, a hunter, a hunter percent, 100%. a drama rose. Yep. Um, and it just fed his ego. Oh, it just he fell. loved oh my God. it. Yeah, it was a drama rose for a couple reasons because – it was a type of rose that I think they knew that Hunter was just like, I got this. I, sh- I deserve this. I mean, like he showed pictures of his kids, of his kids. Yeah. Okay. But also like it was Michael's wife's birthday yesterday yeah. in the episode. And they shared that moment together. Which and is why it was if Michael got the rose, it would have been a love rose. And they was didn't they Courtney get wrapped up in some toilet paper that felt like that- meaningful. <laughs> You knew Courtney was going home as soon as the toilet paper came yeah. out. And it was like, that. those are one of those moments where like, you know, Courtney seemed like a nice guy. He's, you know, him and Katie doesn't ha- don't have a connection. And he's just like, I don't know, maybe I'll just do this one little bit with Katie. Yeah. And, and It'll whatever. be cute. It'll so we be brought cute. her feet. Uh, Justin gets a little uh, one-on-one time with, mm-hmm. with Katie. And we haven't really seen Justin. At this point, I was like, Justin could be going home. But as we see in the se- is the, in the season trailer, like I think Justin, I think he's around for a while. He might be around for a while. Yeah. And and Katie did say uh, when we had her on that there are some guys we haven't really gotten to get to know 
that uh, we will. And uh, Mike um, and Justin might be might be two of those guys. Um, Can we talk about Michael's speech to all the guys about when he told them? Yeah. Oh, and, and Greg crying. Yes. I don't know if I don't know if Michael made me cry or. I think honestly, Greg made me cry. I think Greg crying to Michael. I'm getting, I, I, I'm getting emotional thinking about it now. But like, Greg was just like listening to the story, and I've always I like Greg. I've always liked Greg, mm-hmm. but I really like Greg now because I don't think people on the internet. I don't know if you've been following, but apparently, Greg went to acting school at some point. And and when it comes to Bachelor yeah, Nation, that is, yeah. That is like Not punching allowed. an old lady in the face. Like, <laughs> it, it, like that's like as far as Bachelor fans are concerned, uh, like you're not you're not supposed to like do any type of performance no, schooling aren't. because this is all supposed to be. So, right, uh, Bachelor Nation is a buzz. Some people don't trust Greg because he went to acting school. As if actors can't fall in love. <laughs> I don't quite get the direct correlation, <laughs> but either way. Either Greg truly is an amazing actor or he was very just touched and rightfully so by by Michael's story. I mean, he was like, time is precious and not just in this world, but also, like in in life in general. And he was like, you've got. And then after that, Greg was like, I'm going to talk to Katie. He's like, I got to get this out, you know, like and he goes to her and I feel like they had a very intimate chat. Yeah. And, and Greg is going through uh, the classic early validation you know and katie's just like you seem like you're struggling on group dates like i had andy point that out to me and i was just like because they fucking suck <laughs> you know we had a couple yeah. real dates or real moments and now i'm here and i'm playing uh bash ball with a bunch, <laughs> a bunch of, guys, of guys and like fine and i'm eating hot peppers but like yeah. i'm trying to get to know you and i'm yeah. having a hard time doing that on a group date but mm-hmm. uh what i learned the second time I went on the show is like, fuck it. It is a show and just have fun and, and get out of your head where Greg, it would make sense that Greg's like, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to feel really f- real feelings in that world. And you're trying to process these feelings and you know, you're on a crazy TV show and it all seems silly and it's hard to feel feelings that feel real to you right. and do silly things at the same time and, and be like the, it's just it's weird so you see greg struggling with that and like you pointed out michael his kind of reminder of just life in general uh is a catalyst for greg to be like I, you know what i'm just gonna go for it i'm gonna get out of my head and i'm gonna sit down with katie which ultimately ended in katie telling him that he has a resting sad face which i feel like i'd rather be told i have a resting bitch face and a resting sad face do you think so yeah resting sad face it's like do i do I have a rest? I have a re- I have a resting bitch face. Yeah, right? but not. Yeah, I think most people do, honestly. Well, some more than others. Yeah, I mean, I look kind of grumpy. You don't, definitely don't look sad. Yeah, like, I like, like, I like intimidating. Like, okay. Yeah, you don't but, look grumpy. So you think? Yeah, and Greg seemed a little. He was like, "What? He, I he do." He was like offended. Yeah, I don't know. If, but in fairness to Katie, I was like, "He does. He does oh, kind of look a little poor mopey." Greg. You don't? Do you, do you disagree with Katie? Maybe I just don't know if I'd like. Oh no, I wouldn't say I, it. I, I, agree, I definitely but would you're not a say very it. Polite person. <laughs> I don't know. 
know. That's, but it's been said by Katie. Now that it's been said, now that it's you out can, there, I feel like I'll look, know. I'll notice it more. I'll be like, he does. He, that's know? what was my, that was my take. I was like, yeah. you know what? I couldn't put a finger on it, but good on Katie. He does have a little bit I've of a. I've been trying pout. to figure out what's it's wrong like, with hey him guys. this whole time. Hey, I'm Greg. It's okay. <laughs> Greg is there and it, it is important because K- Katie mentions that she thought Greg was going to leave. Yeah. I think Katie is very insecure about someone she likes leaving. Uh she mentioned she gets her heart broken this season. I think possibilities of people who break her heart are Greg. Uh I think it's going to be Greg or Michael. Um You don't think it'll be Blake? Could be Blake. Well they they well the 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 little season rest of the season teasers that might have been the best we're getting ahead of ourselves but like that was yeah. a very compelling showed a lot uh the post production did a great job they it could be Blake because Blake's like I'm not I'm not there yet but he that could literally I I could tell you how yeah. that can go he's like they could literally go like this cuz they we we heard Blake I'm not in love yet but that could literally go something like this I'm not in love yet but I am falling so in love and I am so yeah. cool. and I can and like just cut it and just cut it and it can have like romantic music and it can be yeah. totally we don't know but they want us to, it could be Blake could be Greg uh, Michael might leave be like oh how heartbreaking was like do you not want to see they show a clip of Michael's son saying oh my gosh dad, do you not want to see me or something want, I would I would literally be like oh. sorry Katie I would leave too I'm, yeah I'm gone I am absolutely gone I would too um I don't know but Michael deserves love and he seems like he's really falling for Katie so tough tough situation to be in um back back to Hunter the group date the group date now that we've covered some of these other yeah. Greg's mopey <laughs> Sad face. Sad face. Do you think Greg's gonna walk around and smile all the time now? No, he's like determined to not be sad Hi. ever. Hey guys. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. You guys yeah. party? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Hunter, Hunter, Hunter gets, gets the, the drama rose. rose, and oh my god, that gasses him up. Aaron is. Aaron's decided. You're next on my list, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I got Thomas. I'm sending gone. you home. Aaron is has so much confidence. I mean, and is rightfully so. Carl. I mean, Carl. Who was the first guy that Aaron got sent home? He was like he like knew him from his hometown, yeah, or something. So thank you, thank, yeah. I totally forgot about first Aaron. Guy. Got it was a Chris, Cody Christian or something. I think it was like Cody. That. I don't know. I don't. It doesn't matter. But he got that guy sent home. Yeah, he didn't really get Carl sent home, but he definitely was part of oh, the uh, yeah assault. And sure. then and then Thomas and then Thomas. He definitely like really led that. He he was the first one to be like Thomas sucks, and then everyone's like yeah Thomas yeah. sucks, and other people fought those battles. And we'll see. Not that like Hunter has been demonstrating some sucky behavior, but Aaron, you can tell Aaron like when Aaron when Aaron doesn't like you, watch out. Seriously, it's not a good sign for you. Stay on Aaron's good side. Stay for on sure. Aaron's good side because that man will we'll absolutely he won't use his muscles or his Mm-mm. size. He will just complain and whine about you. Yeah. Until everyone hates you. Yeah. Um. So. Okay, well, I mean, Andrew Andrew gets a one-on-one. It's a night date. I mean, oh, yeah, there is lots to talk about. Um, yeah. We love Andrew. Love Andrew. Love him. I mean, there's not much more to say. He's very charming. I mean, you know, the conversation you had with Katie, I mean, the big, the big thing you discuss on this date, 
obviously is the conversation he had with Katie about his father, uh, his father and, and, and race. And he brought up, obviously he's a, uh, a black man. He's dating a white woman. It was, I mean, you hear these stories. Um, I mean, it was, uh, it's not that it's, I'm not naive enough to think that these conversations sadly happen when he mentioned that his girlfriend, uh, a white woman, you know, who I'm assuming he, this was the same woman he mentioned that he was close to getting engaged with right. when they were talking about having kids, talked about um, the fact that she struggled with the idea that uh, her kids would be mixed race. I mean, I think we both were watching that kind of like, ugh. I, yeah. But sadly, we, we, we're not naive uh, uh, to know that um, obviously things like racism and um, ignorance still exist in our country. Props to Katie. Question: What has I know? There's been um, people of color on the show before. Has this conversation ever come about? Specifically, like where he was like, not not like in that sense. No. Okay. Interesting. Because um, I feel I like it is definitely an important conversation to have. Yes, I don't. To my knowledge, I don't remember any. Um, and I know you've watched recently. Like the the Bachelor hasn't always been good on having a lot of diversity in the right, past. Right. Uh, up until my season of the bachelor up and prior to that you would have two or three people of color they would be there for three or four weeks they would go home we didn't really get to know any of them they weren't getting one-on-ones you know yeah like and so sadly while i'm sure a lot of these conversations do exist and go on they weren't we're hearing it for the first time because uh, diversity in the bachelor franchise hasn't always happened um so but andrew brings it up um obviously he talks he gives us a little more insight about his father uh and you know makes you it endears you to andrew even more i I love what he said and i don't care if it's a band a performance or concert you can just tell and like you just obviously believe the sincerity of how good of a like you can tell andrew like has this passion to really be a father in his kids' lives wants to be. And it just yeah. obviously like whatever people want, if they want to be a father or not. But if you do have kids, it's good to know that he wants to be a father. Um, I think it's definitely shaped you. I mean, I like when I, f- in my, uh, you know, past, I grew up with an absent father for the most part. And it makes me think about like, I definitely want to have children with someone who wants to be present and being the best father they could possibly be because I didn't have that. Um, You know, so it's like super important for me. And I feel like a lot of people who grew up without a parent um, feels that way also that they're like, I'm determined to be the best dad or the best mom possible because I grew up without it. Yeah. Did you like the question that was on the date? Like what's and that, that was before they had dinner when they asked what's, uh, one thing um, you learned from your parents that you didn't was it that they didn't like I think so that I you liked, liked that the, question yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have an answer honestly I think the same the, the, the same as Andrew I mean like to have to be present to be to not miss any moment of my children's life I think is very important I there are so many moments in my life that I feel like shaped me and my dad was not around, you know, and, and my mom took on both of the roles and she killed it and she did an absolutely amazing job. But I do think of a lot of times where I'm like, wish my dad would have been there. Yeah. 
So definitely being present. Sorry, babe. It's okay. <laughs> Your mom's awesome. My mom is amazing. My awesome. mom has, has done a great job. Uh, if I had to pick one, my parents, I was fortunate. My parents were always very present. Uh, but I think one thing I will do with my kids differently is probably have some more honest conversations uh, about life. Uh, and there won't be, you know, religious shame around certain things. And I love yeah. my parents, but, you know, got to be fair to everyone. Like, not everyone's perfect. Right. And that's, I think it's always good. I love how Andy Grammer on the podcast talked about what's one, you know, he'll ask people, what's one thing your parents did that were great? And what's one thing that you didn't like? And not, not, no one's perfect. So uh, that's something. Sorry, mom and dad. I will just like talk a little about sex a little more freely <laughs> and and other aspects of life that you guys kind of avoided. Yep. That's okay. It's okay. Um, so yeah, uh, Andrew gets, we, we love Andrew anymore. I, I love that you, you the hot tub looked. Very cold. It, it did not look, cold, look inviting like, at it's, all. It's because it didn't have bubbles, but it, it looks, it looked cold. It looked like they were sitting in like an apartment bathtub. It, you know? it didn't even look like a hot tub. It looked like a bucket of water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like get in this bucket of water yeah. so I can give you a rose. And that was so weird about those things. They were probably in there for like five, 10 minutes. Maybe there's some making out. I yeah. don't know. Who was she kissing, laying in the hay with? What was that about? That was Blake. We we get. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Itchy. I'm Not allergic to fun. hay. I don't. Is that a like? There's like beach makeouts. No, the, no. Like, I mean, I grew, I grew like up in, on a farm, and we don't. I, did did the, like the kids like in high school? Nobody like, likes hay. It's itchy and and pokey, and it's not comfortable at all. Yeah, I don't. So that wasn't really a hot scene, but yeah, Blake and Katie made out in hay. Uh, so the tub of water that Andrew and yeah. Andrew, Blake got hay, Andrew, Andrew got, got a tub of water, tub of water. <laughs> that, that we assume was warm, we but it definitely was wasn't hot. I can guarantee you it wasn't yeah. hot. And uh, and it was there were no bubbles. The makeout scenes, I will say, the makeout scenes in this season are quite aggressive. They are, but I think they're the only constant is Katie. So I think Katie loves a good hard Maybe, makeout. Yeah. Uh, the guys seem to be reciprocating and there's no judgment, but there are, there's not a lot of soft kisses. Mm -mm. It's a lot of They're kiss. like leaning up. Katie, like, you know, elevates yeah. herself yeah. and yeah. So good, good on Katie, but there are some aggressive kisses this season. Uh, I think Connor is the most aggressive, to be Connor, honest. 100. And he's like the oh, smallest Oh, we forgot. Soul. No. Yes, thank you for reminding me. Connor's playing the ukulele. And he's clearly a very talented musician. Right. He is... We 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 can't even confirm that the shirt was buttoned at all. For all we know... It was just It was wide, wide open. open. Yeah. And I don't even know if that's better or worse than only buttoning, like three buttons so yeah. that the v-neck is just like to just, your belly button just to your belly button so it is unclear whether it was completely he wide open or it was that deep he had and the, his chains he, he loves some chains i don't mind the chains whatever but the v-neck is low Very and it, he's a beautiful musician and i loved how katie's like that was so beautiful like, and and connor nods like yes it was that's how i get laid <laughs> yeah that was Connor's reaction. Yeah. I don't know how else to because he just nods and goes, mm hmm. He's like, yep, it mm -hmm. was. Yeah. yeah. And I'm half naked already. Yeah. So should we just, can we, can I close the deal <laughs> yeah. here? Can I, I, can, I only assume that's how Connor 
Connor forgot he was on the show, mm-hmm. and he, he's just like, "All right, like, you know, I'm not Aaron, right? I don't, I don't look like Aaron. Aaron's, right. Aaron's go-to is tattling and just being like <laughs> taking his shirt off, exactly. and Connor's like, I'm an incredibly talented musician. I'm gonna play some music." And I'm going to make it easy on her by being like, I'm just going to have my shirt off. Yeah. I'm going to be like wide open. Yeah. And then he was just like, mm-hmm, so make out? Like, yeah. And I just, I loved, I love that moment. But he is a very talented musician. I will also say I liked how um, when Michael and Katie were talking on the group date, he's like, can I kiss you? And Katie was like, you can kiss me whenever you want. He's like, well, I can't move because he just gotten injured. <laughs> He's like, I can't move. She's like, oh, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> Michael is incredibly endearing. I, I know he, you know, at first he's like, here's this awkward, awkward, nerdy guy, but like he, he has, he clearly is a man who's dealt with life. Obviously, uh, he he seems like a man who's comfortable with his own skin. You know, again, he's not Aaron. He doesn't need to be Aaron. He's fine with not being he's Aaron. Great. He he doesn't try to over macho. Love Michael. Can't say enough of, right. of of great things about Michael. All right, so we're wrapping it up. Obviously, with the night person, we haven't really had a ton, a ton of drama this episode. And uh, yeah, this is the classic case of you have a rose into the rose ceremony. It's an old kind of bachelor trick. Hunter's not wrong in terms of hey, get your time, and I don't really have a problem with that. All these other guys who like don't have relations with Katie, it's just like they're gonna get mad, whatever. Yeah. It's just Hunter is so annoying about it. He is. He's it, just and, and I'm glad that who what Trey pointed it out, I think, because they did the same thing to Thomas when Thomas was like they I think they asked him if like he cared about their relationships and he was like, No, I'm here for Katie. Like, why would I oh, care? Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, you caught and it. You H- actually caught it right when Trey Right before Trey said yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Hunter like, well, did yeah, the same said, thing. Yeah, he did the same. You're you're literally doing what you like. Yeah, again, I don't have a problem with it, but you're right. Like Hunter couldn't freaked. When when, when Thomas, when Thomas was like, I don't really no offense, I don't care about your relationships. Hunter was beside himself. It was he couldn't believe Oh it. my God. Yeah. I I don't Hunter needs to just laugh a little bit i don't know like he he's very serious and very aggressive i think yes i don't know if there's some napoleon you know like i'm not shaming he's he's not a tall guy there obviously there is a stereotype of some you know sometimes the shorter guys you know will have tribal tattoos <laughs> and be very aggressive yes. in physical activities and huge trucks huge trucks. trucks i'm really yeah. curious what kind of car hunter drives i feel like it's a charger um it camaro could be. but he's so he's so like just this is my, i don't care about these guys i will get my time back and, and you know trey does have trey got a, also got a drama rose last week Oh, and yeah. Trey was like, "Hey man, I'm I'm just here to drink Red Bull and have fun with my bros. So like, you guys, <laughs> you know, she's you know, talk to Katie and listen. You can debate whether uh, it's okay or not, but just like Hunter's so mad at James. Wait, before we get into that, he brought his telescope from home. Oh <laughs> like, yes, what he, was that? Yeah, Hunter just goes. So I brought this telescope from home. <laughs> she's just like." Okay, like it's normal. Like, I, like that's a huge thing to pack. If, if I did this correctly, that's Orion's belt. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of was like steps back and was like so proud look. of himself. Yeah. Take, take a look. It's Orion's belt. Uh, 
take a look while I undo my belt. He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a. I mean, I don't like astrology. I I assume that was his telescope. If he said it, I mean, why would he say that? If also it's like not his, yeah. Also, like producers will be like, hey, you know, you you pitch ideas. Like, hey, can I get her flowers? Well, yeah, we can get you flowers. Or like, hey, can I get this one? Can I get Taco Bell or whatever? They'll do yeah, that. But yeah. if it's like, hey, can I get a telescope? And then he's like, I brought this from home. Yeah. Which okay. it doesn't travel well, but. Right. I want to know how I, he packed that. I will say uh, it's they're in the middle of nowhere. So the stars out I there bet, must yeah. have been really cool. But yes, uh, maybe Hunter is a guy who's in. And I actually that's probably my favorite thing about Hunter. I'm not even trying to tease him for is that it. He's into it. But it was like between Connor's. Uh, ukulele in his unbuttoned shirt <laughs> and Hunter's telescope, we're seeing their kind of like soft side, you know, on crazy stupid love or stupid crazy love, where it's just like, what's she, she's like, what's your move? And he's like, I work dirty dancing <laughs> yeah. into the scene. Like, Connor beats, yeah. he's like, I don't button my shirts. And Hunter's like, I have a telescope. I love the stars. I have a, like, I get him to look at Orion's belt. And the yeah. next thing you know, we're just. Yeah. We're having a night. Yeah. Uh, so yes, Hunter has a telescope. James interrupts. James interrupts. Yeah. I love. I always love the lurking, no man. All right. Well, I'm gonna go stand 15 feet over here. Like whatever. And then like kind of we end the night with Hunter. We're setting it up for hunt. Like these guys are gonna start coming after Hunter, and yeah. it's gonna be great because Hunter, for good. You know, he's not like Hunter. Just wants. Uh, everyone to know he's never going to back down. He, I, Hunter says, let me make it perfectly clear multiple times. Yes. Like yeah. Hunter, like we get it. Nothing will be misconstrued. Nothing. We, everything you say, you want yeah. it. You mean it. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. And at the risk of people misunderstanding him, Hunter will never tell a joke. There is no sarcasm coming nope. from Hunter. Do you like no? Like Hunter will never say, "I'm just, jo I'm just, I'm just joking." Kidding? Kidding? Joke, I'm, joke. I'm kidding yeah. because I want to make it perfectly clear about everything I say. Yeah. So Hunter, I feel like if he didn't get a rose, like if Katie, if he got sent home, he'd be like, "No, I'm not gonna go home." You might. <laughs> like, I'm gonna stay here. Let me make it perfectly clear. We're in love. I'm here for the long I'm here. Haul. I'm here to engage. So I don't I'm know not if gonna you go know this, <laughs> but like engage. I've been telling everyone that you're my girl, so <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, Katie. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's a great point. I absolutely think that there's a decent <laughs> chance Hunter's like mm -mm. Oh, I actually I brought a backup. I, I got yeah, one yeah. here. Yeah, I brought <laughs> a rose. Don't worry. Like I saved mine. I got one. I got ago. one from last week. I got it. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> Totally. I forgive you. Yeah. We all make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe this comes from like we heard on on the date that Hunter like you know stopped being a husband and a father through work and like he's maybe maybe he's overcompensating. Maybe I don't know. Um, I guess that's kind of brings us to the end. I mean, the season again, we get a, a really great like what's next on mm -hmm. the upcoming of the rest of the season. Justin seems like he's there. Mike's gonna. We're gonna learn a little bit more. Mike, we hear that from Kate. It sounds like Katie at least messed around. I don't know. Mike might get a fancy suite. We still don't know who's gonna break her heart. Yeah. They imply someone shows back up. Could it be Thomas? I don't, I don't know. Think so. I, I don't. Tom, why would Thomas come back? Well, I don't think it's Thomas because I mean, and this could also be something completely different. But she was like, "I was never expecting you to come," and she's like smiling. She, do you think was she smiling? Yes. She almost looked, it's hard to tell. 
She almost. I think she was kind of like happy. She's like, I would never expect this. I don't know. I don't know. I it 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 got me interested. Um, Any final thoughts before we say goodbye to the audience? Nope. I think we covered it all. You did a great job. Thank you. Um, It's not easy to sit in your boyfriend's family's house and and recap. It was so easy. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I thought, I think you did great. Um, First time podcast. Do you want me to be your (laughs) co-host? Do I have that? Do I? Like, yes. Okay. My co- You can be my co-host in life. Okay. <laughs> it's like sometimes, you know, you can come on the show. Okay. Do you really want, I mean. You, now that you know how great I did, I feel like you'll be more inclined <laughs> to ask me to be on. I was never not wanting you on. I just, you know, I, I like to keep the mystery of our relationship. I do too. A little bit, you know. I do too. That's that's just me. But this is uh, fun. Yes. So, so thank you for 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 being on here. Uh, do you have any? I always ask my guests to. Do, do you have any projects you're working on? Where can people follow you? Um, um, anything you want to plug? I'm just like working on some surgical technology things great yeah all right and you can follow her at natalie joy yeah two n's two j's two n's two j's um thanks for listening guys always appreciate you tuning in again great episode tomorrow with billy boyd and dominic uh monahan from lord of the rings and we have a great conversation with them be sure to check that out uh couldn't appreciate you guys enough for listening don't forget to subscribe rate us five stars if you would be so generous and so kind Please nominate the Vile Files for Best Podcast Under the Society and Culture. And if you want, uh, Best Male Host uh, under Best Male Host category. Can't thank you enough for supporting our show. Love you. We'll see you back tomorrow. Once again, Natalie, thanks for coming on. I love you too. And uh, bye, guys. Bye.